Good morning, everyone. Sorry for the delay. Believe it or not, we had an important phone call that we had to deal with. (laughs) That's the first time in more than six years on the air where we've had that happen. Oh, my head. Gotta love it. All right. (laughs) And our thanks once again to Big Lou, who was taking a look at a vehicle I'm contemplating. He's like, wow, if this is really all it is, then grab it. All right, I'm be making a trip to Merrimack for the pre-purchase inspection probably sooner than I want to, but got to do what you got to do. First District Congressional Candidate Eddie Edwards, Republican from Dover, has signed a the U.S. Term Limits Amendment Pledge, which states if elected, he will, quote, co-sponsor and vote for the U.S. Term Limits Amendment of three House terms and two Senate terms and no longer limit. Said Edwards, quote, we are only going to change Congress when we stop electing career politicians and start enacting laws that limit their tenure. The parameters outlined in the U.S. Term Limits Amendment are a great start, but I believe we can take even more actions to ensure senators, members of Congress, and even their staffers are forced to make their time in Washington about serving their constituents rather than lucrative career advancement. Edwards concluded by stating he will impose the limits in the pledge on himself, saying, quote, this is not nor will it ever be a career for me, but rather a continuation of my commitment to public service. Governor Christopher Sununu announced his office in coordination with New Hampshire Emergency Management will accept donations of non-perishable food items and water for victims of the developing humanitarian crisis caused by Hurricanes Irma and Maria in Puerto Rico. Uh, In a statement issued by his office on Wednesday, Sununu said Granite Staters may bring these items to the State House and leave them on the lawn there was a date on that, wasn't there? It was sometime in October. Uh-oh. I'll add that to the news read. <laughs> I told you I was having trouble with edits this morning. Anyway, we'll put it in the news read. I think it's October 3rd. I'll double check. Anyway, only dated non-expired bottles of water and perishable food items will be accepted. Those items most in need include bottled water, ready-to-eat canned meats, fruits, and vegetables, can openers, not the electric kind, protein or fruit bars, day dry cereal or granola, peanut butter, dried fruit, canned juices, non-perishable pasteurized milk, high-energy foods, food for infants, comfort and stress foods. Those interested in a monetary donation can go to readynh.gov and follow the links to donate to a reputable national, regional, or local disaster response organization. Residents are also encouraged to call the Granite United Way's 211 line for more information. The New Hampshire Liquor Commission, which operates 80 uh, 80 liquor and wine outlet locations, set an all-time record in fiscal 2017 with more than $698 million in sales. Just over $155 million was transferred to the state's general fund to support education, health, social service, transportation, and natural resource protection programs. An additional $3.3 million was transferred to the state's Alcohol Abuse Prevention and Treatment Fund. The top 10 performing New Hampshire liquor and wine outlets by gross sales in order from top to bottom were Hampton on I-95 North, Nashua at Willow Spring Plaza, Hampton on I-93 South, Salem at the Rockingham Mall, Portsmouth at the Traffic Circle, Hooksit on I-93 North, Bedford on Levy Drive, Nashua on Coliseum Ave, Hooksit on I-93 South, and Londonderry 
on Garden Lane. These stores totaled almost $220 million in gross sales, or about 31%. News from Rome Backyard continues after this. I'm Judy Lubier of Seniors Helping Seniors in Home Care. Join me for our Caring for Seniors segment on Wednesday mornings at 7.40. Learn what to look for and what you need to know only on Gerard at Large. At the request of Gerard at Large, Manchester City Clerk Matthew Norman released the details of the voter checklist purge conducted by his office in July. Norman said his office sent 8,576 letters to people who had not voted since 2012's general election. Of those, 4,656, or more than 54%, were returned undeliverable as addressed. Of the remaining 3,920, only 25 people responded to remain on the checklist. In total, 8,551 were removed by the Board of Registrars in July. That's almost 15% of the total checklist. We are awaiting information from follow-up requests we sent regarding party affiliation and how many of those removed were same-day registrants. The Manchester School Districts pushed off a right-to-know request filed by Ward 6 School Board candidate John DiPietro, who filed the request in search of the investigative findings the district's lawyers uh, uh, developed uh, looking into a breach of confidentiality by board member Nancy Tessier. While the breach and the report's findings were publicly discussed at Monday's meeting of the Board of School Committee, the district's lawyer claimed the report was subject to attorney-client privilege and could only be released by a vote of the school board as it was the client. A motion by at-large board member Rich Gerard to release the findings failed on a vote of 6-9, to nine, prompting DePietro to file the right-to-know request. In response to our follow-up on his announcement, DePietro said the district claimed it needed 10 days for legal counsel to review the request. In response to his follow-up inquiry on why it would take that long, the district woke. Thank you for your email reply. Our attorney advised us to not respond any further. Nice. Gerard at Large has also learned that the union leader has filed a right-to-know request to have the investigative findings released. We'll see how they play with the big boys on the block. The town of Hooks at, uh, the Hooks at Town Council has been invited to a party and it's posting the event as a meeting in case a quorum of counselors attends. Southern New Hampshire University is having a welcome reception for the opening of its College of Engineering, Technology and Aeronautics program facility uh, program and facility on Monday from 4:30 to 6. What this means for members of the general public is they get to attend because it's officially a town council meeting and they get to eavesdrop on all of their town councilors conversations because they have a right to know what's going on at a posted meeting. The town of Hooksett has also announced that the recycling and transfer facility will be closed on Friday, October 6th, due to a staffing issue. The department will will still collect trash and recycling at the curb. The facility will be open on Saturday, October 7th, but will be closed on Monday, October 9th for the Columbus Day holiday. Both Mondays and Tuesdays, trash will be uh, and recycling will be collected on Tuesday, but expect delays between trash and recycling, they say. That's news from our own backyard. Draw at large. Hour three is next.